Hey guys, this is Mad Mike Podcast with Michelle Vazbury. I just said my own name. Fucking Jesus. This is Mad Mike Podcast. It's my podcast. Um, yeah. Is it loud? Why is it loud as shit? We're not on the mic levels. We're good on the music. You guys, my co-host Mark Day. What's going on? And you guys, I have a very special guest. He has one of those names where it has the first letter only, and then his name. So it's J. Chris Newberg. Yeah. But hey. please only refer to him as Chris Newberg, or just Chris. Good work, you. How's the research you've done is spectacular. <laughs> How's your mic level? We should have. That's oh, wonderful. This. I mean, is can it fine now? Is it I can hear you. We can hear you great. You also have independent on the oh, great. thing there, too. What, Mark? Just shut up. Okay. You got it. Um, Welcome back. Oh, yeah, thanks. We took a little break. Yeah. Um, we didn't really have a reason. You know, your timer's not working. Oh, because I haven't pushed that. Here you go. Ready? Look at that. I have a timer just for Michelle. Because sometimes I go over. <laughs> and we want to make it, you know, tighten this sh- ship up. I almost said shit. You can say either one. Both will make sense. We want to tighten this ship up. This shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I feel like those people that have those two-hour hippy-dippy sh- you know, podcasts, and they go on to characters and all that shit, no one cares. Mm-mm. Who really listens to that? Cereal. What is that? So how long is cereal? I don't even know. I didn't never listen to it. I never really Did you ever listen to, to that, Do you listen to that, Chris? No. Yeah. Not Jay Chris. Chris. When yeah. everybody was like, oh, you guys, you into cereal? And I'm thinking like, oh, you know oh I like cereal. And they're like, no, not breakfast cereal. I'm like, then I, I heard not it once. Did you? Yeah. Was it compelling? It was once. I mean, it's not <laughs> my thing, but nah. that doesn't mean it's not successful. Well, yeah, no, there's a lot of things that are successful, you know. Um, the whole Kardashians make a lot of money. They are that network. Yes, they are. Yeah, whatever network that is. That, they are. They're on the... Uh, GNC network, the vitamin network. <laughs> GNC, right. Yeah, they Chris are. is making fun of me because I called the game show network the GNC network because, you know, I have an undiagnosed um, dyslexia or just, you know, just a general problem with abbreviations, yeah. whatever that disease is. Mm-hmm. We're about awareness here at the Mad Mike podcast. That's true. We want to include everybody. Yeah, I'm yeah. angry and we have microphones. That's why I called it the Mad Mike co- podcast but we're also mostly primarily about awareness mm-hmm. so there's that um chris you were from michigan right i was still am <laughs> still, whatever. <laughs> morning everybody Listen, it's, been a long after the fucking hour. Day. <laughs> it's 27 degrees in the motor um, city <laughs> how so what part of michigan are you familiar with michigan i'm from ohio oh so i just know michigan sucks yeah we're the right worst. yeah we're gonna beat you this year though because of, uh, what's his name? Yeah, I don't know either. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I just the, grew up hearing Michigan sucks. Yeah, yeah Ohio. That's cool. Um, <laughs> anyways, I'm from a suburb of Detroit. If you're familiar with the uh, movie Blockbuster 8 Mile. I grew yes, up, I am familiar with that. I grew up on like 16 Mile. Oh. So a good distance from the hood. Like mm-hmm. eight blocks. No, like eight miles. Oh, like eight miles. <laughs> I don't know how to Detroit. I've never been in Detroit, but I'm from Cleveland. Oh, okay, I've yeah. been there. So people compare the two, especially on YouTube. They make sure. YouTube videos about both cities. So I bet you that. can go on YouTube and find a video about most cities. I Not do. Mine. But, but there's one in particular about Cleveland that someone did a YouTube video about Cleveland, 
and the tourism in Cleveland, which is oh, is kind it of, the song? Yeah, you know what I'm talking Come about. Come on down to Cleveland Town. Check out both of our buildings. Yeah, that one, yes. that exact one that you I just like that said because it went viral. I'm pretty sure. And at the end, the hook was, or the punch of the song was that, at least we're not Detroit. Oh, that's right. We're not Detroit. Yeah. That's right. that's but I, I feel like that was un- unfair, right? I, I performed in um, Cleveland once at a comedy club called Hilarities. I am familiar with that. And it is the old Hilarities, and they have a, uh, a comedy condo that is connected to the kitchen of the club. And where, where you stay where you're when you're in town right yeah i was i was middling at that point in my career and i hated the headliner so much and we almost fought every night so often that i literally drove to and from detroit after the show every night <laughs> Shut up. so i would not fight with this guy i have to stay in the condos no he was horrible is there bunk beds or something no it will it start i guess it was my fault i walked in and it, the guy's name was uh billy bob or no cowboy cowboy bill martin Okay, so never I, heard of him. He's he was so you know he's a comic and uh, I come in and um, and he's already there with someone else and they're watching television. I'm like the poltergeist looking TV, which is horrible. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, oh cool, I'm like, excited to be here. Hey guys, how are you? And I'm like, which one is Billy Bob? And I didn't mean it in a rude way, mm-hmm. right? But he took it to the nth degree, what? and from that moment, he and I were like, he was like, you can't sell merch. You can't do anything. He's like, this is my room. And then he like shaved in my sink. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, it's fucking on. Wow. So I drove home to and from every night. Wowza. Yeah. I was, mean, I don't blame you. He was horrible. And if I ever wow. see him, I, I say hi. But I think you're horrible. <laughs> I think you're horrible, too. I've never. I think he's done. He's, Pretty sure he, he retired. He may or may not be. I mean, God bless him. But I would never live with him. <laughs> Obviously, not even for a few days. No. Um, but yeah, wow. Cleveland, good stuff. I mean, it's got the rock hall. Yeah. yeah. Detroit I, has cars, and that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, does it have a car museum? Detroit, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good it actually, Again, it has a couple. Yeah. Again, oh, well, whatever. I can't win them all. Hey, I, I can't win them all, guys. <laughs> um. Uh, so, how long have you been in LA? Ten years. Yeah. That's nice. Same time. Yeah, right around 10 years. How do you like L.A.? I think it's a necessary evil. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a, I mean, it's kind of like a mining town, if you will. Yeah. You kind of have to go here, do the work, and mm-hmm. then either escape with bags of money or <laughs> stay here forever and yeah. die of black lung. Black lung for sure. And uh, and your relatives don't really know what happens to your body. I'm always haunted every time I see homeless people. By the Jerry Seinfeld quote of L.A. is a lot like Vegas, except for the losers stay. I'm always like, fuck, what was that guy's dream? (laughs) You know? Just today I saw, I was in Hollywood, and I saw a sign on the extra space storage building. Uh, I think it's off of... I can tell this is going to be a good story. Oh, no, it it relates. And it said, like, we are to square footage like Hollywood is to dreams. And I was like... Like hard to find, yeah. <laughs> or not. Man, that is depressing, huh? But I was like, wait, are they trying to make that a pot? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if that's good advertising. That is terrible advertising because it's like what? So hardly ever achieved. So you hardly ever achieved the square footage. It's not. Well, I'll tell. I'll tell you this. It's not bad advertising for dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Made me want to dream. 
Uh, <laughs> it made me not want to store my shit there. Well, in the small princess, it says, you know, yes, you can live here if you want. Wow. Um, we are so depressing on this fucking thing. No, we're out of the game. Sticking. We we weeks. normally shit on this town, even though we all live here. Yeah, I know. Um, especially Rick Shapiro. That was like the word. I mean, I I wanted to move immediately after that. I ended was the he least. on the show? Yeah. yeah, we had him on. He's a fun one, right? He's <laughs> he was <laughs> he was fun. He was fun. You could call it that. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. yeah. He's um, I saw him do comedy once, and uh, I mean, I know that everyone thinks he's brilliant and all this other stuff. A lot of but people think that. Yeah. He comes across to me as just like kind of women hating a little. It just comes oh, yeah. across that way, and he scared the shit out of me. Oh really? But I mean, I. I I do see why people think he's great. I don't know him personally. I have nothing bad to say about him, but like he kind of scared the shit out of me. Yeah, well, I kind of like that. And uh, he did kind of scare the shit out of me on the show, and it does take kind of a lot to scare me. Um, I saw someone killed once. So, but I like it, you know? I mean, I'm into that. But there are people, there are certain people, though, who specialize in horrible stories. Yes. You know what I mean? And there's some people that you just get in a conversation with them. You're like, from the beginning, like you said, when he started to talk, I can tell this is going to be a good story. <laughs> I think that nine out of ten times when I talk to someone who's like, I just moved here. Oh, that's so cute with your fucking hope. <laughs> yeah. Your fucking hope and, and your selfies and your onion. parents' yeah. money. Yeah. I know. I have, Trust me. I have a kid. I have a, I have a buddy who, who's lived here for a year. He's moving back. One year. One year. He's like, oh, I'm having a going away party. And I'm like, what? for what? And he's like, I'm going back. I go, why? He's like, I can't seem to make it. I'm like, well, what'd you move here to do? And he said, stand up. I said, how many times have you gone on stage, you dumb motherfucker? Like six? Yeah. He said six? That was his answer? Holy I said, shit. I, I said six. Yeah. No, it's like he made the mistake. It's like he moved out here. He got a divorce. He had a bunch of money left over. Came out mm-hmm. and partied like crazy for a year. Well, then there you go. And then he was like, uh, I guess I, I should. Go. I gotta go. I He made it longer than, I know so many people that, they made it six months. Isn't that a weird number? Yeah. It's, it, it's even. I guess, but I mean, normally, I don't even know you can still do a six month lease. But, um, you know, because you have to, that's yeah. why people, most people last a year, because I mean, kind of have no choice unless, you know. Easiest place to move to, hardest place to stay. Yeah. And, uh, but si- same thing, six months. They blew through their savings, called in the parents, mm-hmm. and uh, blew, you know blew their money, and then stuck everything up their nose or partied, and then they were like, "Fuck it," and moved back home. Yeah. So I yeah. wrote a song called "Move the Fuck Back Home." Did you? <laughs> yeah, it's huge on the internet. It's got like two thousand views. Hey, two thousand's not bad. No, considering I released it eighteen hundred years ago. <laughs> exactly. It's like one view a year, <laughs> consistently. And that's me making sure it's move. still on there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, when we, when move. we're done, I'm gonna move. Brian's the fu- on it. Brian will find. Oh, is he already on it? Yeah, he'll find. I can't tell. I can't he- see shit. It's because it's so called move the fuck. It's actually called move the f back home. Move the f. That's smart. So that's has home. your um has your stand up always been in, in involving like playing music and stuff like that? Or what came first, stand up or your music, or did this kind of happen at the same time? Um. Oh, wait, they're playing the song with the intro. Uh, thinking about moving back home to Chicago. Why? LA is really hard. I haven't made it yet. I don't even have an agent. Well, how long have you been out here? Like a month. <laughs> Vente Chai for Steve. Vente Chai! <laughs> it's just worth it to get to the chorus. LA is hard. Is that you in the video? 
So here's some advice. <laughs> um, so you do songs, Sometimes. do stand up. I do mostly joke writing. I mean, I yeah, always Mark play guitar. Mark said. Yeah, I mean, I'm mostly a joke writer, and I bring my guitar up there still, because some people want to hear stuff, and it's like fun to song. just mess around. Yeah. Um, but I'm a, I'm a one-liner dude. Huh. See, yeah. that's what I have the most problem with. One-liners. Yeah. That's why I struggle on Twitter. Like, I can go a month without tweeting shit. Well, you know. Yeah, Chris, your Twitter's great, because I, I, mean, I was reading back a little ways, and I was... You know, it's, like, so rare when you read a Twitter, because sometimes if it's funny, you kind of just go, huh, you know. But there was a time I was like, ha! And it was the uh, the chip on the shoulder. I had. Yeah. <laughs> it goes, I'm going to probably butcher it, but it said, you know, I used to have a chip on my shoulder until I met a girl that had salsa on hers. That's funny. You wrote that down and tried to pass it as your own, I think. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No. I Mark. Even, I don't even have a Twitter. That's yeah, okay. I know, because you steal other fucking people's tweets. Yeah. I'm, Who needs I'm, it? I'm the fat Mormon. <laughs> I did a joke yesterday that I'm proud of. It's new one here, one here, yeah. one yes. here. Um, I, I think it must be a big day for black athletes once they're drafted into the pros. Fame, fortune, they get to meet their father for the first time. Ah, excellent. <laughs> I like it. Yes. Doing material, killing it. Killing it. I like racist stuff too. So. Killing it. Um, so you work on the idiot test. Among other stuff, yes. That's the main gig right now, right? Though? That's my next gig. I just finished. Gig. I just finished two shows. I just finished... Eliza Schlesinger's show, Separation Anxiety, I wrote for that, and then um, a pilot on CMT called Eat It to Beat It. What's wow. Eat It to Beat It? It is a show, it's a competitive eating show. On CMT. Yeah. Country music. Yeah. The host to- is uh, this lovely uh, Mississippi girl named Kat Bayless, who's on the dance show, Hit the Floor, huh. and she is just stupid charming, and... Uh, it was it was a fun show. You like eat huh. food. I was yeah, it was fun. It was a good show. And then um, you know what competition eating is, Mark? Right? I mean, it's in the fucking name. Yes. You Thank eat you. for that's the cold point. That's the yes. competition. Joey Chestnut. Yeah. Okay. He was not there, but yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so this. Plus, I get hired to punch stuff up all the time. Oh, that's huh. a dream job. Well Who done. needs the most punching up? You think? I would never say that, or I would never work again. <laughs> <laughs> Does it rhyme with no? No, I always feel like <laughs> I can get away with that. Randberg. Mm-hmm. Um, how was uh, what's a uh, separation anxiety? Is that on MTV? No, that's on TBS, and that's airing in January. Oh, it has. Okay, that's okay. that is hosted by Eliza and Adam Ray. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool concept. Uh, Kevin and Sarah are on the street. They're walking down the road. Some producer grabs him and says, hey, would you like to be on a game show to win $2,000? They're like, okay, cool. The second they get there, they separate them because they think they're on some little, like, podunk internet, like, television show. Mm-hmm. Like I, th- I think it's called, like, Here Comes Money Boo Boo or something, you know, <laughs> random. Mm-hmm. And then they pull them out, and Eliza's on this huge soundstage. And she's basically, they, the, the game is how well they know each other. One of them's hidden camera, one of them's not. So everyone in the audience can see the person in this room, and that's what it's based on. It's good. Huh. Oh, I get it. It's kind of like a sort of like the the newlywed game, but they don't not necessarily newlyweds. But yeah, but it could be friends. It could be sure anybody. I don't even know how much I'm allowed to say about it, but I know it's coming out in January, and it's good. Oh, cool! It's coming out in January, and it's good, you guys. And it's on yeah. TBS. Yeah, you guys. Which is short for 
Turner Broadcasting. It's a vitamin network. <laughs> it's also a vitamin. It's the Turner Broadcasting vitamin TBS, supplement. Turner Vitamin Supplement Station. Station. That's what TBS stands for. Um, and uh, how is how do you say it again? I always fuck up Scherschlinger. Newberg. No, <laughs> Newberg. <laughs> uh, I thought it was Neaberg. Hmm. Um, like it was Iceland- Icelandic or something. Um, Scherschlinger. No, it's Schlesinger. Schlesinger. I can't do it. It's all the S's and the C's. It's just tripping me up. Okay, I've heard mixed things, like a mixed bag of nuts, if you will. You'll never hear anything from me about Eliza other than amazing things. Okay. She's incredible. One of my closest friends when I was homeless, I lived with her. Oh, wow. She's she's a great girl. She works her ass off. And, she uh, definitely works her ass off. And she's had success because of her work ethic, and I find her to be funny and a good person. Yeah. I mean... I like her better with short hair, too. Can you tell her I said that? Keep it short. I'll, I'll call her. Call her and tell her that. It's Listen to me. Actually, she has short hair right now. Does she? Yeah. It's hard to pull off short hair, so if you can do it, stick with it, I think. Yeah, I mean, I hope, she, mean has, I hope she has tremendous success with this show. She deserves it. Right, I mean, not, not in, like, a weird L.A. way, but, like, she deserves it. She does. She, like... <laughs> She she deserves that. Yeah, I bet. You kind of you sound like her. Thanks. How long have you known her? Since I've been out here. Oh, since you've been out here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll normally dish on whoever, but like, she's great. <laughs> well, we were talking about Ellen DeGeneres earlier, but I know a great story about her. Please so when I was tell. in Michigan, it was a huge deal for my friend Mike Green to open up for her, and she is a monster stand up. She's yeah. She's badass. Yeah. And uh, he was an up-and-coming comic and he was pretty great himself not anywhere near as solid as she was because she's so good at switches she has these awesome her switches are her mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and um he was opening up for her at the michigan theater and there was two sold out shows sold out the first one and afterwards he came up to her and he said he was impressed impressed with anyone to compliment her and he said i wanted to tell you you're one of the greatest female comedians i've ever seen in my life and she said i'm sorry what and he said, I just think that you're one of the greatest female comedians I've ever seen in my life. She was great. Fired. Fired. Paid. Fired. By. What? Fired. Like that night? That like that fired. second? Like that second. That, fired. That. Wow. Did she tell him to his face or did no. she just say thanks and walked Thank away? So and then much. And then fired. somebody else came over and said, can I, t-, you know? Fired. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's cutthroat. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's like Letterman stuff. Why did Letterman fire her? No, just Letterman is known as being someone that's not very pleasant to work for, and a lot of the employees were very nervous all the time. Yeah, I like it was that. one of those conversations. Was like, yeah, um, Dave, Dave, Dave doesn't like this or that. I can like, see that oh, being the oh, case. Okay, yeah, you can, no you can tell by the way he interviews people. Oh yeah, complete mm-hmm. opposite of like Leno, where Leno was like, you know, Leno was the nicest guy I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what everyone says. I have his uh, his producer when they rapped or whatever. Um, his main producer's executive wrote that book behind the curtain. Okay, I haven't read I, that yet. I bought it like right away. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, just everything. But everybody said so we've had a lot of people yeah. that were an intern. My buddy Matt was an intern on Leno, and everybody, hands down, like everyone says the same consistent thing. Yeah. Just nice. Just a nice comes nice, to your nice dressing person. room, talks to you, yeah. remembers you, remembers I, you. Yeah. I like I when I did mine when I did my appearance. I happened to be there two weeks later with another comic I was writing for, and he came in, and he's like, and he quoted my joke from two weeks earlier, and he's like, huge. he's like, that's one of my favorite jokes I've ever heard. I was like, wow. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Well, we had Nareen Tarzi on here too, and like yeah. he remembered her yeah. as being like, "Oh wait, you're the comedian," because in- she was a an intern on the show. It was, "Oh, you're the comedian intern, right? That's great. How's the things going?" It's like she's like, Holy "I think crap. he actually like met her mom." Right, from what like I remember, that. it was like episode two, so I can't remember All I have, that, back, that far back. But. He drove past me here in Burbank uh, in one of his old jalopies, and he like waved. He's like, "Hey, hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "That Jay Leno just drove past me. That's pretty interesting." Did you ever read the book um, "I'm Dying Up Here"? No, Mm-mm. it's a great book, and um, it's about the history of the comedy store and how comics ended up getting paid for comedy and what happened. And it was like at the beginning, it was like basically Letterman, Leno, and Robin Williams, who were like mm-hmm. the ballers, and. Uh, you know, he was, everyone was like, Leno's the best. He was absolutely the best. Yeah. And I've seen him, a lot of people I've heard say, oh, his, his monologues are terrible and, you know. Or it's Vegas humor and, yeah. I saw him at the Comedy Magic Club about a year ago on a Sunday and he was a monster. He just fucking destroyed. So I'd love to see him live, like go, actually an actual show. You should go on today. Every Sunday he's there. At the uh, really? Comedy. Yeah, and he is, it's unreal. He's the best. I'm going to write that down. I forget shit nowadays. Every Sunday, he's still at the comedy store. Okay. Comedy Magic Club. Comedy Magic Club. It's not comedy store. And speaking of like you know late night shows and things like that, you've you've been on what you've been on. Uh, you've so you were on. Was it when it was the Tonight Show? Or was it when it was his, when it was his own show? No, it was the Tonight Show. The Tonight Show. So Tonight Show. Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Um, Arsenio. Mm-hmm. Um, what other late shows have I done? Oh, um, what's that one? Comics Unleashed, which is very leashed. <laughs> very leashed. Nareen actually worked on that show because I almost worked on that show. Ah, very How's leashed. That? Very, very leashed. leashed. It's, it's yeah. You have a you get a really cool dressing room trailer that's like cooler than everyone's apartment, huh. and it's a trailer. And Is there a mini bar? Is everything? Kimmel had the best backstage area because it was back when he had a bar. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. Tonight Show's fun, and I mean, it's all you're just all you're just so when you're at that point. You are so appreciative and you're so lucky because yeah. when you start doing comedy, you're, you make the decision. You're like, I'm going to do stand-up comedy. You get your little notebook. You take your comedy classes. You do your open mic. And then fast forward to 15 years later, 10 years later, two years later, you're telling jokes in front of 3 million people on a late night show. That's It's like that's the dream. Yeah. And it's, it's very – it's not – I think humbling is, is an incorrect word, but it's very satisfying and sure. it's it's very thrilling. Yeah. I mean, I would never, I, I, I say yeah, because I've never known that feeling. Right. But uh, yeah, I think especially for me, I don't know how it was for you, but I used to get this like pretty much puking, even if I was doing like a stupid coffee shop where no one was paying attention and everyone was on their like, you know, computers and laptops and mm-hmm. stuff. And, but right, right before you get on, you just like got, like my hand was even like she's just shaking, just taking the mic off. Like it's a big deal to go up there. I mean, it really is, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I even people that a lot of people in this town do it. Like your buddy that you were even saying. I'm not saying I've never seen him. I don't know if he's any good or if he's a funny guy naturally or what. But a lot of people think they can do it, and then they get up there and they're like, oh shit, or whatever maybe they shouldn't do it at all or whatever it's a, but it's but hard it's hard there's a lot of work i mean yeah, how was it for you when you first started Did you start in michigan uh-huh how was, was that i i mean i had been in a band already for like probably 12 13 years already so i had mm-hmm. stage presence down yeah that was but you were com- you were comfy up there v- very yeah. much helpful yeah i i just and i and i'd taken second city 
and I had chops, but I wasn't like I still had knew nothing about stand up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because it's David, you're by yourself. Second City, you're you know you're up there with other people. You're playing off each other. Yeah, and so but, I don't know. I mean, I'm like I I was bad like everyone else was. I just looked more comfortable. Yeah, well, I think that's though a huge part of it. Yeah. So <laughs> new comics are the new. How long have you been doing comedy? I, not as long as I wish I had, but what's uh, four years? I guess technically. Okay. Yeah. I think that I'm not saying that you're in this category, but I'm saying just in general, like you're in the open mic circuit. Oh yeah, you, I said yeah, absolutely. It's like there's so many open micers. Their attitude is horrible. They're so just like, they think they're better. They don't want to listen. I don't want to listen to anyone else's comedy. I don't want whatever. No. It's like yeah. that's the only way you're gonna get better, dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Watch people who are good. Yeah. And uh, people sit, they sit on, they just sit on their phones the whole time, and then as soon as they're done, everyone leaves. Yeah, I'm probably one of the only people that I have a a few other buddies and stuff that stick around, Mm -hmm. but like everyone bolts as soon as they're done. They don't say hi to other people. There's, it's not. I don't know. When I did stand up in Cleveland, and there's a (laughs) the Cleveland comedy scene is very small. But, uh, I mean, you stick around, everyone kind of knows each other, and you know know what I mean? Do you know a girl named Maria Borgio? No, but that does sound familiar. Okay. Because everyone does improv, especially, well, I hate to say this, but there's not a lot of females in the comedy comedy community there, but uh, the improv scene there is seriously like, I think like 10 people. And, uh, but it's like the same people are doing it over and over again. I, I haven't done it in Cleveland since January of this year, but I was the only girl there. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But how she, she's, she's still there? Uh, I don't know. I haven't, I, I dated her for like three minutes and oh. I know she moved back there and I was just like, I wonder if you know her. I don't know her. She okay. sounds lovely though. So lovely. <laughs> did she she moved a, back there? She, was she here? Yep. Just moved back. Is that who the song's for? How long did she last? Uh, no. And, um, less than a year. Less than a year. Really? It's a hard place. I mean, if you yeah. can't get your groove here, like yeah. you, you talk about you're, you're working on a television show. You're working on a television yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's lucky. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I mean, agree. There, like you walk Dude. in, you have moments where you walk into work, myself included. You're like, oh, this is the worst. Yeah. But you have craft services, yeah. and you, like, oh, yeah. and you have all this other other stuff. That... You have craft services. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, to your point, like when you were talking about, you know, the the, the open Microsoft were not paying attention and not learning. I mean, that's exactly how it was in, in the television industry, in the film industry. For me, it was like when I I I interned on Yo Gabba Gabba, and I got so lucky to get that job it was just someone i knew from my hometown that anyway crazy and there was like eight interns and i worked my butt off like a little kid threw up i was like i'll clean it up no problem boom and it's like what the heck one day all i did was watch a bucket from the air conditioning unit that was condescending and then it wasn't a drain so we had to put it in a bucket and i changed that bucket all day every day and it sucked and i didn't get paid but i had craft services and when i take craft services home yes Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and, especially cookies. Those last forever. Out of eight interns, guess who got hired the next season? Me. That's it. Right. Yeah. And I'm, you know, and I will toot my own horn for that because it was the same thing. I was watching, paying attention, and I hated, like, you know, I know this is about comedy, but you know, in television, it drives me nuts when you see interns or PAs or whatever like, people are like just starting out, and they don't network. They're not talking. They're just like, oh, I'm supposed to lock up this corner, so I'll just lock up this corner and just stay here. I'm like, okay, yeah. do your job, but when they're when you're on lunch, or whatever, go talk to everybody. And yeah. I'm sure it translates the same way into comedy. It's like, you know, I've, I've been a stand-up comedian in my head for 25 years, but I've never done it in real life. Great set last week, by the way. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know. Um, 
But, you know, it's the same kind of thing. Like, if I was to get into it, and I know, try to get pushed into it. I don't know. Still, I'll do it. But I would do the same thing. I would go and I would watch and I would listen and I would, like, absorb and I'd sponge and I'd be like, what do I need to do? Like, you know, that's just the only way you can learn something. For, with anything that you're going to yeah. do, find someone who's good at it and, like, watch them. I mean, yeah. really. I still watch it. Like, I'll watch Dangerfield every week. <laughs> every week I'll watch his videos. It's your favorite? He's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, his ability, his timing is just so layered and it's musical. It's one, it's so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ladybugs. <laughs> good movie. <laughs> That's a good movie. It's a good movie. I've seen it. So sad about Brandis, I, right? I, I was thinking more Natural Born Killers. That yeah. Just made also it. very good. Yeah, yeah. Also oh, yeah, very we good. just watched that, we watched that a little bit ago. That is good. Um... What the fuck? I had another question. I just fucking forgot it. Your hair is so... It's sticking up so much today. I know. It's fucking distracting. Focus on your research. Go for it. Yeah, let me get... Hold on. (laughs) You guys, uh... uh, Jesus Christ. I told Chris before the show that I do my own research because I have to produce. Let me hear what you got. I created... And and I have to do everything. I have to host. I have to produce. I have to Mm. write. I have to do the social media. I understand, Mark. I can see the screen. And I have to do everything. Right. You know, you were saying you have to do everything. I have to do everything. But this week I had Mark do the research. So I, he put bullet points, which okay. thanks for that. You're welcome. Uh, so the first one was from Michigan. Nailed that. Got it. Um, Why don't we do Chris trivia where you ask me things about myself and I'll see if I know them. <laughs> and then do I'll you know do- someone that was um, the star of a cartoon um, about a little boy and he was the voice of the little boy, and his character's name was Bobby. I know how I Mandel. See? Killing nice. it. Wasn't that good? See, I would have gone Little Monsters, personally. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. have. Little Monsters, yeah. Um, all right, well, let me ask this about you. Are you friends with Dustin Kaufman? Yes. You're correct. <laughs> Go on. Now ask, ask about me some more. Dustin. Dustin's a good guy. He just had a baby, I think. Yep. Um... He's in Kansas now. Yep. Um, see, I knew that off the top of my head. Look at that. My long-term memory is great. You can speak sign language. I try to speak it. The class is filled fast. Okay, don't you know? So, um, you toured with someone. Russell Peters, or that other person. <laughs> <laughs> how how's he? He seems nice. The other person or Russell? Russell. Russell is the greatest. He's awesome. He seems like it. He's super nice. I'm looking forward to. Uh, is he gonna be? Uh, is he gonna be? Um, no. One of the judges? No. Not no, an upcoming that, season. No, the season that just ended two weeks ago. Yeah, he wasn't on it. He was replaced by Norm McDonald. Huh. Oh, wow, they got Norm McDonald to come. Yeah, they out? got. I knew about Norm. I just didn't know if he. Yeah, he replaced Russell. And Russell was really cool about it. Huh. Russell huh. just shot a movie with Faze on Love, and he's Who touring through. He's just so. I don't know. I can't say enough nice stuff about Russell either. Yeah. His tour lasted from January of this year. is going through March. And I think it's on mm-hmm. every single continent. And whenever they Jesus. go there, it's ridiculous. Wow. Huh. Yeah, I was going to say maybe he's, he's too busy with that, right? He pre- pre- prefers it. I don't know. I think he's one of the... I mean, I don't know his financial situation, but I bet he makes more money doing stand-up than he would doing TV. Huh. Yeah. And I think if that's the case, you know... Well, I'm just surprised they got Norm McDonald to come out. The guy doesn't drive. I knew about that. What do you mean he doesn't drive? He doesn't know how to drive. What do you mean he doesn't know how to drive? He 
does not know how to get into a car and turn it on and drive. So what you're saying is... He does not know how to drive. So tell us what you're really trying to say. <laughs> how do you not know how to fucking drive? You'd have to ask him. He's, He's probably from New York. Never he drove. just goes... No, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I, I've never done it. That's my terrible... That was pretty good, actually. I felt that I was... I thought he was in the room. I actually I, hate driving. I would I would like to and so forego like, it. You know, and Give so like... Up. With another podcast I listen to, the Adam Carolla show, like him and Adam are good friends and he always wants them to come out to his show. But he never does frequently because he doesn't drive. And well, it's he can like, just take an Uber. Yeah, I'm sure he's got money for. He's tried. Uber. He's tried. There's even there's even a promo code. Adam even do. Adam even said, "Norm, we will go to the Home Depot parking lot at 1 a.m. I will teach you how to drive." He's like, ah, "Doesn't want to drive." It's interesting. I'm this, I'm that way with stick. I could give two fucks about learning stick. Fuck you, stick. Well, <laughs> Fuck I thought you were talking about the band. Late. I'm like, okay, stick. So no, that right. was just one member of the band. That's right, stick. Stick. Yeah, you. God, Mark, you were so used. Everyone knows. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> you cut your ran off short on that one. The other person you toured with, uh-huh. Dane Cook. I know him. Is he a joke stealer? What do you think? Um, I think that <clears throat> I think that Dane Cook is someone who I worked with for. Three years or four years. Did you see him with a pen and paper? No, he writes nothing down. He's very smart. Um, he is a very good performer. I've seen him. I've seen him destroy arenas and just by himself, and I've, it's it's impressive. I think as a person, he's a total cunt. But I think like as far as like his ability as a stand-up, I think that when he was the best in 2004 or whatever it mm-hmm. was. Yeah. I think he was doing when things. The, when the no thing else. with the, the, I can't do it now. Mm-hmm. Do remember that? Finger. The yeah. super finger or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that when he was at his best and he was doing things that nobody else was doing, I think that was great. I think he just never evolved. And yeah. I think now it is, a, I think it's almost a sad existence because he will never be as popular as he was again. He was mean to so many people on the way up mm. and like he's a professional bridge burner. And, yeah, you uh, can't be that no matter what. He just, uh, I don't know, he's just not a nice person. Like, he's just kind of a prick. But Is he also a bad tipper? Because I don't really have patience for that. Um, I don't know. I just know that, I just know that, like, okay, we'll talk about the one thing I have in relation to um, this, the, the, writing, the writing thing you're talking about. So when I first met him, I was hired to write a song for him for American Idol. Okay. So... He was doing, he was roasting Simon Cowell and he wanted to do something interesting. He didn't just want to go out and roast because Dane doesn't know how to roast people. It's not really in his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't mean that because he comes across too mean because he right. is. So I wrote this song for him and I wrote 100% of the song, wrote all the lyrics, wrote the melody, did the, was in the studio, played guitar, played bass, like was there, played everything, did it, whatever, finished it. He leaned on me so that he had 90 95% writing credit. His name was listed first. He was credited as writing lyrics and music. Oh, wow. And I was like, fuck you. That's... Wow. Yeah, so that's kind of where it started. But, I mean, touring the world was... Or touring the U.S. and Canada with him was great. But being in the bus in between shows was the worst. A lot of... That's... No, I'm itching my nose. I'm oh. Really <laughs> no, he, he doesn't... He, he doesn't do drugs. No, that's still, that's low. That's no, he, he doesn't. I was just saying. Uh, I just guessed that because he just seemed to have a lot of uh, natural energy. Um, 
just based off what I've seen on stage. Um, hey, man, I don't, I mean, like, he and I had it Hey, out. no judgment. Hey, Mad Mike, one thing, okay, I would say it goes awareness, mostly for diseases, like breast cancer and stuff, and learning how to struggle with abbreviations. And then I would say number two is no judgment. Oh, I judge. <laughs> I judge all the time. Yeah, I do. Well... Yes, yeah, so do I. But <laughs> I have, but I have no, but I have no grudge. People can do a lot of drugs, and I would not care. Oh, I don't yeah. know anything about him doing drugs. <laughs> but <laughs> right, of course. I mean, right, <laughs> right, <laughs> absolutely, right. We're not live streaming. No, are we? We are. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's are okay. We? I, I didn't. I give, I didn't give you the link. I felt bad. That's uh, all right. To put on your Twitters. That's all right. Um, we only gave the link to one person. That's the person we want to... Um, uh, what's his name? And that's why there's one person watching. It's probably no, my Chad. Wife. No, it's Chad. Chad. Oh, no. He's going to do our new logo. Hopefully, hopefully Chad's watching. It's, it's probably Chad. my wife. My wife is very faithful and she watches every single time. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Again. <laughs> and she'll even imagine. You did such a good job, honey. <laughs> I saw you. She'll be like, I was the only viewer. Do you realize that? I'm like, yeah. But you're such a good sport, Tosh. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Let's see what else. Oh. God, Mark, this is research. We already did I, America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. We did Dane Cook. Was that the only thing you did with America's Got Talent? Was it was just that the Dane Cook thing, or did did you? Oh no, that was that was actually. If I said America's Got Talent, I meant American. I'm sorry, Idol. American American Idol. Did you did you write any other music for American Idol? Was that the only? No, one? that was the only one. But you were on America's Got Talent, though. Yeah, wait, let me backtrack. I sure. don't want to seem bitter about any of the stuff that happened with the other guy. I don't want to seem bitter at all. Listen to me. Wait. We had a guy. Listen to me. But hold on. I want to slap that leather. <laughs> it's. Fi- I don't think it's real leather. Go on. Um, We had a guy that was on here. I won't say his name. But he talked about his old podcast no one knew about for about 45 minutes and about how his former co-host was a loser and literally talked about it for 45 minutes. Okay. I had to, it's the only episode I had to cut almost 30 minutes out of. Right. I, I, I just So wanted, that would be one thing. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say real quick, no, I'm not bitter. I have no ill will, but I just have a matter-of-fact opinion of how I think about the situation. And that's what we like to talk about because that's the whole point of a podcast yeah. is to talk about things, there I are, think. There are two sides to every story also. There are also, uh, mm. yes. With the exception of Hitler and Dane Cook. Everybody else, <laughs> two, sides, two yeah. sides of the story. Correct. Okay, Hitler so would mo- have been a Dane Cook fan. Moving on. You never have been? Is that what you said? You no, never I said have Hitler been? would have been a Dane Cook fan. Oh, I think so. Probably. I heard he was a big softie, though. Who, I, Hitler? I think Hitler, yeah, Hitler is Dane Cook. Yeah. He time traveled <laughs> and got stuck. <laughs> and lost the mustache? Well, he had to blend in. That's true. He would look weird with a mustache, especially a little small one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you don't seem bitter at all. Okay. Um, I think you just, as, as you said, it matter of fact dish. Yes. Yeah. Is that a... <laughs> Anyways, Chris, what would be, if you, if someone said to you, you know how, like you said, most people's dream is to have, you know, you tell jokes like Fallon in front of, you know, um, three million viewers a night in a huge stage. And I don't know if you've seen the new uh, Colbert's stage, how pretty it is. And all that stuff. That would be the dream. What would be you if someone could hand you your version of that? What would that be in your comedy career? Like being Stephen Colbert or being or. I guess that he's obviously living his dream, right? And people. Yeah, I when think, star comedy think that having a late night talk show would be the end goal, right? What's the dream? I want my next. I mean, I I've been fortunate, although it takes me years and years and years and years to certainly get there. 
to accomplish everything that I've wanted to accomplish. My next goal is I want to win two Emmys, one for creating like creating an awesome show and one for executive producing on it. Mm-hmm. So I've been creating different shows, and although I have not sold one yet, but I have two separate shows with two separate production companies. So production deals with both to pitch, pitching deals, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But having worked on all these different <clears throat> television stations and or shows, I'm learning how to show run. I'm learning whatever. And that's what I'm going to do. And I think that I'm probably anywhere between like two to three years away from that happening. It used to be stand-up. All I really wanted to do was The Tonight Show, and I did it. And I love performing, but I'm not... I mean, I know what I look like. I know how I sound. I'm not going to be... Sexy? Well, no, I sound like a Muppet. Um, (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) I'm not going to be the guy who, like... I'm not going to be Chris D'Elia. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be... Well, why the fuck would you want to be him? (laughs) Why the fuck would you want to be that fucking loser? Sorry, go ahead. Anyways, and and make a fucking unwatchable show called Unfucking Dateable on fucking NB fucking C. You do? On this show? Fuck that dude. He was on the show? No, No. he wasn't on the show. He would never be on this fucking show. I'll tell you that right fucking now. Oh, this is great. I don't have to say anything. I I think I stepped on a landmine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, why would you want to be that fucking pussy? It's beyond me. First off, I'm saying, I'm not saying that I would want to be him. I'm saying he is the guy who would be on a sitcom. I, I am not the guy. Yeah. Right. So why don't you, why don't you, why are you not a fan? Because huh? he, he, he shit on my podcast yeah. and, and, a, and, and per, you know, Priscilla's that cute little coffee how did, shop. How did he shit on your podcast if he's never been on it? We were having We did a, it in person right. at a coffee shop. Yeah. You were doing a coffee shop. We were in a coffee shop having yeah. a pre-production chat. It was, I wouldn't even call it a meeting because we're friends. We went and got coffee. Yeah, we were, okay. we were just and we were like, we'll just talk here because I think. He was doing some shit here, and we were like, we just want to go where we can concentrate. Okay. And um, he happened to be sitting pretty much where you are to yeah, me. Yeah, like right next to him. Okay. Like very, and we, we had, it was not by choice. It was the only free table. It happened to be raining that day, which is how rare this was. Mm. Right. And um, Mark, who, you know, Mark is a good boy. He's a good Mormon boy. He doesn't lie about anything. Right. And uh, I, well, one thing we could tell he was over, you can tell when someone's listening to you. Right. And he was listening. He was with this girl and he kept whispering to her like about like I'm not re- fucking retarded. You know what I mean? Like I know that you're listening and then you're co- making comments to her about us. And then um, he finally got up and left it after about 45 minutes. And um, Mark was like, yeah, he was totally like making fun of us the entire time. Mm. I said, I'm so glad he's gone because it was very distracting. Um, and so I tweeted to him. And he didn't respond, which is fine. And then I said, I'm sorry, I should have clarified. It was in a coffee shop about 90 minutes ago. And it was in between you making fun of us, you were telling some girl she was, quote, so awesome, end quote. And then he blocked me instantly from Twitter. After that tweet. Wow. <laughs> Apparently, totally I, that was, I had overstepped my yeah, bounds. You, I mean, I'm surprised, you know. The, uh... I mean, I'm blocked on Twitter from him, too. God, I think that's what a what pussy. Does. What'd you write to him? Hi? Um. No, uh, <laughs> it goes a little. It goes a little. It goes a little deeper than that. But uh, um, it's well, re- you have to tell the story now. It's resolved. Uh, there was um. I, I mean, I guess I said some stuff I shouldn't have said, regardless of, regardless of whether or not it was true. I said some stuff, some really bad stuff about him, and it was about his comedy, and him and i don't really know him very well and i just i knew him coming up 
and I said some I said some things that I should not have said, some of which were to the girl he was dating. And was she brunette? Was she so awesome? I don't know, and I don't know. She was pretty. I mean, he I mean, he does well, I'm sure. And uh, yeah. I just I I line stepped. I was wrong, and he got really 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 mad. And I was at a bar, and he came up to me and he got in my face, and he's like, "What's your fucking problem? Why do you fucking hate me? I don't even fucking." Know. And he just started screaming, and yelling at me. And I listened to it, and I was just like, and I took it, and I was like, I need to be a man about this. I had no reason to do what I did. So I got his phone number from a friend. I texted him. I said, I was wrong. No way I should have ever told you that. No way I should have ever said that. Completely out of line. I apologize. I wish you nothing but success. Good luck. And he accepted the apology. But, you know, And then I think I was blocked after that because yeah. he just probably didn't want to deal with it any further. And uh, that's pretty much it. So I, I don't have history with him. I just got drunk once and said some shit I shouldn't have said. And but if it was funny, that kind of justifies it in my book. I mean, I don't know. And I work on a court show. But I well, able I to, I'm that. able to tip the scales of justice. Look, you know, he if, if it's a contest in certain arenas, he wins. Like, he has his own show. He does well. He tours. He has a big fan base. Certainly larger than mine. I mean, fan base idiots, but okay. I, and I have nothing to say. I mean, like, again, I said all the bad things I was going to say Listen, about him. I wouldn't repeat it, but I, I apologized and it, I wish him the best. It takes a big man to admit when he's wrong. Like, I was man. wrong. I was very wrong. Does it, Mark? Does it takes it? a huge, big, I'm a good sized guy. Man. It's true. It's true. Anyways, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's great. I mean, he's I'll tell you, I mean, I'll, I'll talk, I'll talk the shit out of it about as soon as the show's over. Yeah. <laughs> Because he listens. So I'm going to lock you in the studio. No, I just don't. I mean, it's there's certain people. I have a friend, okay, like Skylar, Skylar my friend Skylar Stone, good comic, good, mm-hmm. successful. Does not like that one guy we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Does not like him at all. Mm-hmm. Right. And he, whereas I will say nothing, I'll just maybe if I bring it up or if it's brought up, I'll, I'll tell the truth. Um, he'll go after him on Twitter. If you ever just watch on Twitter, uh. he goes after him. And it's mm-hmm. just like... It's not necessary. It's like you're kicking a sad horse. See, that's the thing too. It, okay, let's say let's say magically after tonight I get unblocked okay. from Chris yeah. Chris's Twitter. Sure. I would definitely not even worry about it, spend the time or also another <coughs> thing too is even if I don't really care for him, you never know this town is small. It's very small. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's someone that works on that undateable. I actually don't want undateable to be canceled because then a bunch of people are out of jobs. I've never Very seen nice it. Very nice people. I'm I've sure. I've never seen it. I like Brent. He's really nice. Yeah, and he's really talented and really funny. And Rick Glassman's really nice, and that Ron guy seems funny. Right. And actually, we had, I forget who we had on that knows Ron personally and said that he's just like, I, I even said, I'm like, you can tell just from you can, just from watching him, he's a really nice guy. And he's super generous and all that stuff. So I would never want those people to be out of work. And it's always sad when a show gets canceled. So I would never want that mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And so I would never take to Twitter like you just said. And okay, I don't, you know I what don't, I mean? Being aggressive, it's just, uh, I, I don't know. See, I have a, I have a philosophy with, about Hollywood and about success and about fame. And that is, I feel that if you're committed to what it is you're passionate about, whatever it is, I feel that you will eventually, everyone wins and everyone gets invited to the party. Sure. However, we do not have the same arrival times certain people get to go to the party right away and certain people don't go forever so i think if you get to go to the party right away maybe you shouldn't be an asshole to the people who are still waiting in line 
to get in. Correct. And if you're waiting in line to get in, try not to make right. fun of the people who are already that, there because that's where you want to be. Absolutely on the other end of the coin. Too many people who are just like, why are they famous? That doesn't make any sense. Like, wh- who cares? Yeah, it doesn't. They did it. So why don't you aspire to do it yourself? I'm, t- I'm tired of people who always like trash talk. Like they feel like they are somehow owed it more. It drives me nuts. Uh, yeah, I don't think, I mean, <laughs> there was a great line in, in the Eagles, in the Eagles, um, uh, documentary Glenn Fry was with Bob Seger and they were driving around in Detroit and a song came on the radio and Bob Seger w- was in a band with Glenn at the time mm-hmm. and Bob was like this is bullshit why are they on the radio this is bullshit yeah. and Glenn was like no 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 let's listen see what they're doing and check it out and figure it out and I'm like ever since then yeah I've always thought that's kind of the way to approach it yeah. oh yeah I agree with that it's kind of like waiting tables everyone should wait tables for a couple of weeks yeah and the world would be a better place. That's right. <laughs> you guys. Let me see your research before we go. Oh, wait, wait. I want to run wait, wait. down it. I want to go down it. Oh, wait, wait. Also, let me see. You want my pencil? Wait, hold on. Yeah. Wait. I gave you a legal pad and everything. So last night I had a show at the Canyon Club in L.A. Boy, it was good. I'll be at the Tropicana <laughs> Hotel from October 21st to November 1st. But by the 26th, I will be thinking, why the fuck am I still in Vegas for five more days? I would like to shoot myself in the balls. November, developing... It doesn't a, say that. Uh, well, it's okay. okay. Improv. Uh, not developing a show with Howie Mandel. Had a show with him. It just it went and it, like a year and then it was Got gone. It. Haven't done YouTube in a while. Uh, my like super duper famous podcast with Melissa. Super good. Graduated to the second city. We already talked about that. Um, that's it. And I was going to plug, I have this, but it's not part of the research. But what it's is just it? plugging plug your it. Twitter. Plug it. Hey, we're going to do it. Oh, we forgot to do the thing. What's the thing? Well, I told Brian, I said at the end, we always like end it all awkward and shit because he can't see me, obviously, because right. my eyes are here. Not Who lives here? We do. All three of you? No. I don't live here. Mark doesn't live here. I would fucking kill him in his sleep. <laughs> okay. I would fucking literally, I would fucking take one of these fucking. XLR cables and fucking strangle him. Four is the number of times you just said fucking. Yeah, well, I'm allowed. It's my fucking podcast. Whoa, five. We're on iTunes. Like, they give a shit. Wow, four and a half. Do you not say fuck on your podcast? I've been saying fuck this entire podcast. Okay, just making sure. I'm, sometimes I worry. Okay, I, people I like freak you, out because Chris. I made a onesie today, a baby's onesie, and I wrote on the one. I didn't write. I ironed on the letters, and it says, I don't give a fuck. Because babies don't give a fuck. They shit, they poop everywhere, mm. they fart everywhere, they vomit everywhere, they mm. spit up everywhere, mm-hmm. they don't mm. apologize no. for any of it. Probably because they can't speak. No. That's something that their parents mm. have to work on, apparently. Um, but I said something about queuing up the music, and then I would plug, but I think you should do it like an award show. This is my point, Brian. Like, kind of like, I'm still talking, right? And you make it soft. See what I'm saying? Don't make it louder. I have to plug a bunch of stuff. So Twitter, Chris is on Twitter, you guys, at the Chris Army. Yeah, super big. <laughs> Twitter is pretty big. Uh, he has an official website. If you want to go to that, it's thechrisarmy.com. I like that because you're consistent. Thanks. Welcome. And YouTube, even though he just said he hasn't been on there in a while, but if you want to see the video, the song that we played earlier that has the 2,000 views, the steady climb. Yeah. You know, it's youtube.com at jchrisnewberg. Yeah. That's it. And then we have the upcoming shows, which you already did. Yeah, playing this Saturday. When does this come out? Oh, yeah. When does this come out? Probably tomorrow. 
Friday. I'll be tomorrow. at the Laugh Factory at Saturday on Saturday evening. The date is uh, October. It's October Saturday. Yes. Do you have any of your music like on iTunes or anything like that? Yeah, I have three albums on iTunes. Holy yeah. shit, that's a lot. Well, yep, three tell records. people about that. Joe, Joe, go to iTunes and uh, pay the $9 a month for Apple Music, and then you can listen to all my stuff all the time, and I can get paid even less for it, and it'll be cool. Genius. That's yep. how Apple works. We don't get yep. paid anything, so it makes me feel any better. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I had a great time. Thank you so much for having Did you? me. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm. This is I can't how, tell. Your face registers no emotion. Well, this is how I'm drawn. I can't. Again, another reason why I wouldn't be on TV. Be like, oh my God, we're having a baby. That's cool. <laughs> I get. I understand. <laughs> Works for Louis. Yeah. Well, he's more. No, animated. he smiles. He's more animated. He does have a smile, kind of. I had a callback for a commercial today. Nice. That's. I'm just gonna close with that. Was it a progressive one? <laughs> that was horrible. I was a guy with diabetes, of course. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you get it? You know, you're killing it. You're we, killing it. We need it, a new Walter Brimley. And diabetes. Diabetes. Um, yeah, it was. I got called back because I was apparently good at looking like I have diabetes. Hey, man, that's that half the battle. Agent? Did your agent be like, "Hey, got to, but well, it pays triple sag rate." I but listen, you're not seeing awesome. the flip side of it. You are a guy that looks like he has diabetes, but good looking enough to be on a commercial with a guy who looks like he has diabetes. Mm, oh, mm. Mm. silver lining. Yeah. Come on. Hey. Ha. I, Come on. It's stupid the amount of good fortune I'm possessed with. No shit. My mantra every day is um, success and good fortune will flow towards me in a river of abundance. And I say that every day. And then I go get diabetes commercial auditions. Fucking kill them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, guys, if you're thinking about moving to the Los Angeles area... I think it's important to have a mantra like that one, yeah. like a ridiculous one, and then. Um, it wasn't ridiculous. It was from a book. <laughs> Nothing from I books liked are ridiculous. I like the Tao of Pooh too. Tao of Pooh. Tao. I don't know. Mark, you should know that. Winnie the Pooh. Anyways, you guys, my co-host Mark Day. Thank you for doing the little bit of research that you did. It was only. You're it was only. I would say eighty percent accurate, if that. Um, I liked it. <laughs> And you guys, my very special guest, J. Chris Newberg. It's not Newberg, like I thought it was. Hmm. It's not Icelandic. And you guys, this is Mad Mike Podcast. Thanks to my engineer, who can't loop music for shit. Oh, we're on iTunes and madmikepodcast.com. Guys, thank you for listening. I'm Michelle Vazbury. Michelle Raspberry? Raspberry. <laughs> Baz. It's Hungarian.